Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas. You've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. A quick happy Veterans Day out there to all of our veterans. We love what you guys do. Um, we are broadcasting live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Studios, and we would not be able to do that if not for the veterans out there who have fought for this country, died for this country, sacrificed for this country, as well as the sacrifices their families make for this country. So I just want to give a big salute to our uh, to our red, white, and blue, to the people who have fought for it, to all the veterans of all the different armed forces out there. Uh, this morning, we've got a special show for y'all. I didn't promote it much this week because... Um, a lot of times we promote guests, they'll catch hate from people and this, that, and the other. And I didn't want anything to run this train off the track before it got, before it had an opportunity to happen. So this morning we're going to have what we call, you know, like a tough conversation. Everybody always talks about when you have a, when you want to talk about racial stuff, it's a hashtag tough conversation. We're going to do that this morning. I've got Dr. Pam Confer here. Uh, she's with Harmony Talks. Good morning, Dr. Pam. Good morning. How are you doing? I am very good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I felt a little when I woke up this morning, but <laughs> I've pulled it together and made the uh, made the trick um, from Brandon to here and uh, ready to rock and roll for the and next I'm hour. I'm happy. Happier. Happier. Absolutely. So look, tell people a little bit about your platform, Harmony Talks. All right. So Harmony Talks is a conduit to work through conflict, essentially. So it's an opportunity for all of us, whether it's in the professional environment or in the personal environment, to pause for a second and figure out a way through without fighting about it. So it could be intergenerational issues you're having or interpersonal issues, cultural issues. Any issue regarding conflict has a way to harmony. And I work with people, corporations, organizations to 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 make that manifest. Yeah. You know, so what we're going to do today is we're going to... Tr- take some issues and we're going to try to walk through them and hear both perspectives of them. At least that's kind of my plan. And I, I hope Dr. Dr. Confer is on board with that and uh, anything she wants to, to ask me. Uh, we're open to that. And if you guys want to call in with a question, I, I, I implore you to keep it respectful. I got my trigger finger on the hang up button quick. Um, but if you want to call in the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line is 601-879-00. Zero two, the guns and gear text line, and that may be the best way to rock and roll today, uh, to keep to keep it flowing. But I will answer the phone if it rings. But the guns and gear text line is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. And uh, I just ask you, let's stay on subject today. If you want to wish anybody happy Veterans Day, you're welcome to do that as well. All right, uh, Pam, uh, Doctor Confer, I'm sorry uh, again. Thank you for coming in this morning. And I, I told you off air, I was I wrapped up this Joe Rogan episode with him and Matt Walsh. And Matt Walsh is pretty far right. Joe is, uh, I don't know what Joe is, honestly. <laughs> um, he's a lefty sometimes, and he's in the middle sometimes. But, uh, with these certain issues, they were talking about gay marriage, this, that, and the other. They were on opposite ends of the spectrum. And they had a civil conversation. And it ended with Joe saying, we have to have people that disagree on things need to have more conversations like this without screaming and shouting at each other. And I thought it was really inspiring to hear that as that's the plan this morning. And uh, again, I just, I appreciate you coming in. And uh, so one of the things that sparked uh, us having this conversation this morning was the Barbie Bassett stuff going on. I think that was uh, when you reached out to uh, Miss April and she reached out to me, that was one of the subjects that they got brought up that said, you know, I think maybe both sides 
aren't seeing the other side's frustration with this. And Lord knows I don't. Uh, <clears throat> what, what were your feelings on that? Well, well number one, uh, first of all, let me say Happy Veterans Day. Yes, ma'am. I mean, to my dad and everyone in my family, my, my grandfather, uh, all those people who served bravely. Thank you so much for your service to us and to this country. Thank you to your family. Thank yeah, you. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And to yours. And to yours. It's, it's a very sensitive topic. You know, and, and we're in Mississippi, so it makes it even more sensitive on so many different levels. You know, for, for me, perceptions are reality for, for everyone. That's just how it works, and it's been that way since we were children. And the only way that we can actually see each other's side is to talk to each other and not about each other. And that's been my, my sentiment. Every, you know, the natural tendency of a human being is to fight. Our brains are hardwired to identify threats. So anything that disrupts our comfort or our understanding, our power, our lack thereof, we have a natural tendency to fight. That's the human way to do things. That's the animalistic way of behaving. But we are lucky as human beings to be able to think about it and process it and pause and that's what we have not done as effectively in this process. And that's what I'd like to encourage people to do. So it is beyond one incident. It is sure. every single thing that happens. There's a hypersensitivity in a lot of realms that just messes up what I think is a prime opportunity for us to learn more about each other. Sure. So I want to take it back to when I think it really started getting tense around here. Uh, when we just kind of got each other's at each other's throats and it got ratcheted up to 11. And that was when, this is just me, <clears throat> it's when Donald Trump came down the escalator and said he was going to run for president. Half of America said he's suddenly a racist because he decided to run as a Republican. And the other half was like, why was he, why, why was nobody calling him a racist before he said he was going to run as a Republican candidate? And that that created a rift. And and it, and it continued for well, too currently, and we just, we I'm just speaking from my side here. We've seen the word racist and racism <clears throat> get slung around. <clears throat> you have white people calling each other racist at this point, and and it's the, the word has been sadly it's been devalued because racism does exist, and um, being called a racist was a was a scarlet letter. You know, it's ruined people's lives and careers, whether they were what they did was racist or not. But now when everyone's racist, nobody can be racist. Does that make sense? Well, here's what I'll say. You know, I think we when everything's racist, everything can't be racist. We negate how we get to any ism, sexism, racism, anything with an ism. We negate how we get there. And it starts at unconscious bias. And that's an invisible kind of fence around all of us that we don't see and that we don't acknowledge. So the unconscious bias, rather, is this whole way of looking at things based on your own perception, your own culture, your own background, media, right? You know, yep. people you listen to. That's why you talked about earlier off air that it's good to have not just one perspective in the room because that's all you'll know and your mind will become programmed to only think one way. But it's good to kind of have this infusion of different ways of thinking. But unconscious bias controls us all. It's a disease that all of us have. Tall people against short people, right? Black, white, um, men, women, 
bald men, men with hair, you know, like you. It's it's and we form these perceptions and that allows us to have conversations based on one lens. That's how we get to racism or anyism. And then we get to racism and we say it can't be that, but we have to peel back those layers and see how we got there. And th- that's an opportunity that I want us to make sure we capture more often. Okay. So <clears throat> on the, on, on, let's go back to Barbie Bassett. So what she said, the grandmammy thing, that was, it was, it was deemed extremely offensive to a bunch of people. And, and I looked at it as more of her just kind of playing Southern slang. I don't think there was ill intent there, but the first thing it feels like, I'm, I'm just going to use straight terms here. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat this at all today. It seems like the black folks on this side and the white folks on this side just went right at each other. It's like, well, black folks, this is offensive. White folks, how can that be offensive? We we, we call our grandmammies grandmammies. Uh, I, I, that day I came out and I said, now look, we in the South, we all have a silly name for our grandmother or a nickname. I, Pretty Mama, I promise I'm not saying your name is silly. My grandmother's name is Pretty Mama. I had a big mama. And, you know, everybody's got a, got a nickname for their grandmother. And I, I know plenty of white people who have come out and said, well, I have a grandmammy. Why, why was grandmammy offensive? Okay. So I think I, I, I can say it this way. That in terms of the word a mammy. And for the, for the record, you're, you're just speaking for your, your personal opinion here. She's not here as a spokesperson for black people. No, oh, no, I, I cannot for white be. people. Yeah. You know, this is just us having a conversation. I am the spokesperson for harmony, yes, not, not for, for one race or, or gender or anything, just for harmony of, of everyone. Yes, ma'am. Right. But there is, there is one definition of, of mammy. They're, they're not, they're variations based on culture experiences. Like I said before, that may validate that to some people. But there is one definition of mammy. There's one visual historical perspective that we view mammy. It's not several of them. It is the likely overweight, enslaved or close to enslaved black woman that's not necessarily compensated for allowing her likely slave master's wife's children to suckle her breasts and she takes care of the kids and and they grow fond of her right that's where bias comes from so it's like i had a mammy she was wonderful right i'll give you let me give you an example i have a very good friend of mine who had a conversation with me regarding enslaved people in music and she said that not all enslaved people were suppressed or oppressed or unhappy because many of them played instruments well you know, that's her perspective, and we're all entitled. But people in jail work out. Exactly, <laughs> but it does, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not trying to open up a gym in jail, though, and say, hey, come, yeah. come visit. But anyway, that was her perspective, and it took a conversation for her to realize, you know, being, you know, awakened at three in the morning because your slave master is in a drunken stupor and he wants to be entertained, and you smile because if not, you'll be whipped, does not mean that you're happy, right? I'll also give you this. Make the symbol for the word okay, and I'll ask your listening audience to make the symbol for okay. Uh, I'm glad you brought this up because this is one that gets brought out a lot. People say that's white, a sign of white supremacy somehow or another, some secret code for white supremacy. I have never heard that. I, I have never heard that. you never heard that? Yeah, apparently, apparently you're not allowed to do the okay. And this is a game people play, too. They'll put it down by look, and if you look, it's like the punch bug game. Oh, jeez. 
We're not going to practice no, that today. No, no, no. I'm too old to get hit. <laughs> I don't want to get punched. But this, I bruise easy. this is our universal symbol for, okay, how is everything going? Okay, how's the food? Okay. But if I were eating in a restaurant in France and the chef came out and the chef said, how's your food? Which we love for the chef to come out and ask, how is everything oh, yeah. going? And I do this, the okay symbol and say, mm, this means worthless in France. It means your food sucked in France, right? <laughs> and if he got insulted at me when I did that, I would think it would be unfair for me to say, well, from where I'm from, okay means it's good. So I don't care if you're upset about it in France because in France, <laughs> this means worthless. Where I'm from, where I grew up, the people that I know say it's okay. And I think that's the, that becomes the issue, right? It comes, it, it, it comes down to, what we would call prescribing, like I'm prescribing like medicine for you, how you should feel, how you should think, because it's okay with me. If we can pause, if we can be intentional about what we say, if we can look at culture, look at the backdrop, then things will change. And that's the reason why I understand some people say I had a grandmammy. I loved her or my mother had a mammy and I loved my grandmammy who took care of my mom. Look at it with within the, I would say, appropriate lens to today. And, and culturally, it would not be an appropriate thing to say. It doesn't negate that. It doesn't mean you don't have a grandmammy that you didn't say it. But I can't prescribe for you how you should feel. And it's difficult for people to prescribe for another race, gender or whatever, how they should feel about something. All right, we got to take a break. Yep. I'll, I'll close out this subject with this. Uh, just a little rebuttal there. Um, obviously, there's a lack of communication and understanding on both sides there. Because I, I can look back and say, okay, I know like my parents' generation, though I don't think either one of my parents had a, a mammy. But I know that their generation, the boomer generation, a lot of people had a black uh, nanny in the house. And I, and, and I know that some have fond, fond memories of that. And then I guess if you're on the other side, it's, it's not so much of a fond memory. And we can agree that that, that may be where the yeah. the disconnect comes from yeah. now. That I, was beautifully stated. Clay. I, I, I really try to peel the onion back. Yeah. I, I do. All right. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm joined this morning by Dr. Pam Confer with Harmony Talks. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Man, it's the weekend. It's Friday. You know you don't feel like cooking tonight. <laughs> Order Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's to go or get it delivered on your favorite food delivery app. I recommend Take a Break Deliveries, but hey, I'm uh, I'm biased. Mm. They're friends of mine. But look, it, it, go in there and hang out, man. Look, they are posting some fire pictures of pizza out there and um i gotta get out there and see chip and the team this weekend and but i'm trying to watch them carbs anyway i digress acme pizza and daiquiri is located right there in fan and mart on the res open daily at 4 p.m if you dine in they got nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris a full bar the whole nine yards get out there enjoy it all tell chip that clay said hello and uh let me know how it was and y'all keep sending me your pictures of your pizza there, and I'm getting so jealous. I got to get over there. All right. We're in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios, joined this morning by Dr. Pam Confer with Harmony Talks. And uh, Dr. Pam, we've got some people on the uh, phone line that awesome. want to inject their opinion. All right. On the 
Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, brother, you're on there. Hello? 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 Hey, you're on there. Uh, all, right, all right, I apologize. Yeah, um, I was listening in earlier, and just my perspective, I think it's a lack of knowledge and cultural diversity among, you know, our personal cultures. Because whenever your guest was describing what Mammy meant to her, I mean, I was baffled because I, I would have never imagined Mammy meaning that. Like, that would have never, I would have never thought that. Because to me, Mammy, you know, a grandma, a grandmother, you know, maybe a great-grandmother would be Mammy. And that's just, I just wanted to put that in there. I feel like that is probably the key underlying issue in it all. And I, don't, I mean, I don't have a solution to get through it all, but I figure that once we can figure out the problem, then we can work together to make a solution. And, and I, so that's another one of our problems. Nobody wants to work together. No, brother, I agree. Great phone call. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Right. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, can I say that? Can I say something right quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he he said he didn't have the solution, but he did. He just called in and said if we could talk more, mm-hmm. and that is a solution. So thank you so much for, for saying that. You're right. People have different perspectives of different things based on their history. And right, Mammy, to some people, may not be a problem. And to some, it is. We could just talk about what it means and learn from each other. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, I agree 100%. All right, let's take yeah. another call okay. here. Hey, caller, you're on there. Clay, uh, this is Derek, and you know I'm about to be um, the objective, you know, person in the entire conversation. Ma'am, I, I only got one problem and one question with what you said about the mammy, um, I, I mean, um, you know, caricature. Did you and people like you say anything when Ole Miss um, did a caricature for, for the first black homecoming queen? Because I feel like you guys are so self-righteous and self-absorbed when this stuff comes up. But when legitimate examples of iconography comes up, you have nothing to say. That's my only issue with it. I don't think he had any ill intent at all, regardless of what the the, the, the connotation is. But when Ole Miss decided to put up the first black homecoming queen, they put a morbidly obese girl in the car, and how much more of a manic character could you get? And y'all didn't even bat an eye. So what Derek's talking about is – uh, apparently, Ole Miss elected a uh, kind of out of nowhere a, a very heavy set um, black lady to be homecoming queen. It, that wasn't necessarily there. She wasn't up for the award either. No, was she, she was wasn't. just she was just kind of anointed during the whole during the whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter push for diversity. I think it was before all that, but but either way, two of the girls that were in the running went to. The uh, the web um, the web YouTuber Thomas Sotomayor and complained about it, and then all of a sudden those girls were silenced. Okay, and one of the girls' friends who was Caucasian asked her. She's like, "I didn't know you were in the running for Homecoming Queen." She said, "Neither did I." But when they put Mammy on the back of a a convertible looking like a beach whale, y'all had nothing to say about that that iconography, and you know exactly that's what it was. Now, when you have legitimate examples like that, I will fight it with you. But when you go after a, a, a Barbie Bassett, who obviously had no ill intent because she said mother and grandmammy, now, if she had intent, she would have said your mammy and your grandmammy, okay? Now, 
I don't think she had any ill intent. But when this legitimate example came up with the first black homecoming queen, none of you batted an eye. And that's my only problem with, with this whole thing. All right, brother. Appreciate you calling in this morning, Derek. Thank you. Uh-huh. Now, <clears throat> some context there. Derek's black conservative, and he's been fired up about this for a while. And uh, he, we don't always agree on everything, but he has, he's got some strong opinions on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought this up the other day in another conversation. <clears throat> I'll be honest. I don't, didn't pay, wasn't paying attention to what was going on at Ole Miss. I'm a Mississippi State fan. My maroon, I'm wearing it today. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> so we're getting some text. And, and to the to the I, just, I I don't have the ability to dive into what Derek is talking about, but I, I get the gist of what he's saying. Um, <clears throat> I think I think the crux of what Derek is saying, if I can extract from everything that he said, is that we need to continue to have cons- conversations, but they should be consistent conversations and not pick the issues, but just talk about all of them as we walk through trying to work together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so something else we talked about during the break was uh, the social media echo chambers. Because I said, you know, I, you talked about trying to have conversations with different people and we don't need to be in. You, you kind of said echo chambers without saying echo chambers. And I was like, well, social media is kind of a contagion of sorts. It, it creates a lot of this in a social contagion kind of way. Uh, it's taken a lot of people who would never, ever be in a room together discussing the most sensitive topics ever. Uh, for example, let's say, just for just for the sake of this, let's take Trailer Park in Rankin County. Let's take Wood Street in Jackson. And it's put people in these, in these two different universes into a room together. And let's call that room uh, the comment section on WLBT under the Barbie Bassett post, for example. And or, or crime in Jackson or something like that. These just racially sensitive things that continue to get come up. And you you got people who would never be having a conversation together. They would never cross paths in life, most likely, arguing about <clears throat> the most sensitive thing of the day. And most of them haven't even read the story. They say they don't even have any context. They're just reading the clickbait headline and going at each other in the comments. And I've been guilty of it. I, I, you know, I'm speaking from my perspective here. And and. Sometimes we talk about conversation being a good thing, but sometimes they're bad. But when you get in that situation and, you're, and you don't have any context, you're not looking eye to eye, you got a bunch of people who are extremely culturally different, and they're arguing about these things that neither one of them have any control over. Yeah. I would say civility. That's, that's the word. And we have to learn that, you know, a mutual respect for each other, regardless as to whether we agree or not. And if you haven't learned that your whole entire life, you just know to come on and talk. And then there's no sanctioning. It's just a platform to talk. So we have to really exercise restraint and have more of a measured response. Even if you're passionate about something, you don't have to be disrespectful. And we forget that part of it. But right, you're right. We're going to have people who would never probably talk. A lot of people are introverts and would never say a word. But on social media, they have a huge voice. Yeah. And, you know, and then I think what ends up happening, and I think that's what I kind of ended it with, was say somebody like you or I or somebody out there who's not engaging in the in the toxicity, but reading the comments and you and you and you take from that. Well, this white guy said something racist or this black person said something racist. Well, they must speak for all. Yeah. You know, because if that's their opinion under this, they speak for everybody. Or if five people said the same thing, well, that's enough sample size to say that that's how everybody that looks like them 
feels, and 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 we're, I think we're all guilty of assuming that, mm-hmm. and we, we got to figure out a way to kind of get past that and get back to sitting down and having eye to eye conversation, eye to eye conversation. We got John here on the line. I think John can bring some good uh, good <laughs> points to this. Hey, John, you're on the you're on there. Yeah, I just want to opine a little bit on the Barbie Bassett issue. Remember, we're talking apples and oranges when people have dialogue. This was in the public domain. She's a broadcaster. She's a professional. Understand that broadcasting companies are in the business of making money. It's about brand ID. It's about their image. It's different if she had had that conversation personally, one-on-one, and Carmen could have said, okay, this offends me. She could apologize to her personally. But when it happens in the public domain, she had to come on and read what you considered a manifesto because, one, it's about the bottom line, folks. Corporations and companies can't. It's too competitive out here to uh, have your brand tarnished or have to deal with the social media trolls or warriors, whatever you want to call it. But that's the domain. That's the world we live in now. That if you are in the public domain, what you say can be held against you. So you have to be you have to be cognizant of your behavior, your actions, and that's why most companies should have diversity training. See, when you don't have diversity training on an annual basis, these are the types of mistakes. We get comfortable with one another, and we say things that may not offend the person you're talking to sometimes, but it offends your viewership when you work in the public domain. Now, as to the issue of Ole Miss, I think that's apples and oranges, and for us to be body-shaming, uh, in 2022, something's wrong with the individual if he's body shaming this young lady. The last thing you could say you don't agree with it, but to try to body shame her because of her weight and make her a stereotypical caricature, see, he needs some training. That individual, and as a man, and I know he had, probably has kids, you don't want anybody talking about your daughter like that. Yep. Hey, John, so grow up. Got to take a and break, that's, brother. That's my point. Appreciate you. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. We've got callers on hold. We're in the Mac Hike of Flowood studio with Dr. Pam Confort with Harmony Talks, and we'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. That's what we're doing today. Uh, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood studios. If you were out car shopping this weekend uh, for a new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram, Get out there to Mack Hike of Flowwood. See our good friend Corey McDonald and his team out there. Corey is a veteran of the United States Marines. So if you'd like to support our veterans, get out there and uh, see him and his team at Mack Hike of Flowwood. You can shop them online at MackHikeCDJRF.com. Also, today uh, we, we started a new thing called What's for Lunch? And uh, our sponsor of that segment is the Gathering Restaurant out there at Livingston in uh, Madison County. Today's special, it is catfish day, and it's a $10 catfish plate. And again, I'm thinking about being late for my other job so I can go eat fried catfish out there at Livingston. They had fried pork chops the other day, and I'm telling you, y'all don't know how close I came to just hanging out in Madison County till lunchtime. All right, so y'all get out there to the gathering at Livingston at $10 catfish plates. All right, I am joined in studio by Dr. Pam Confer with Harmony Talks. Um, Dr. Pam, we have got some folks on... Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, you're on there. Hey, Clay. Hey. Uh, Two things. One regard about Barbie Bass. I don't know the woman. I've met her a few times. 
like I've told you before, I don't think she was talking down to her as far as race, but I've always heard Bar- Barbie was the kind of person that her she thought her credit didn't stink. I don't know that. That's just what I've been told. Okay. With regard to Ole Miss, Ole Miss will never move forward until they quit calling themselves Ole Miss Rebels. They are still holding on to that racist past. They should be the University of Mississippi Land Sharks. Black Bears. Huh? The Black Bears. Ain't that what they were yes, a few years ago? Whatever, no, they're the Land Sharks now. They need to quit calling themselves Ole Miss Rebels. I, I, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna shed the past, that's obviously a large part of it. Exactly. Yep. And I know we. I've got some friends that are Ole Miss fans. And, you know, I'm sorry, but it needs to be done. If you're gonna get rid of it, get rid of it. Hi, right, I appreciate it, brother. Have a good day. All right. Let's take one more call here. Hey, you're on there. Hello. Hey. Hi. Well, I just wanted to say, Bobby Bass. I've met her, and she seemed to be a very nice person. I know her and Maggie Wade. Um, but this is the deal. I think the reason it's so hyped is because I know the reason it's so hyped is because she was white. Because if I had said it or any other black person had said it, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. They would have, they would have they, they, there might have been a few people that would have jumped a little bit, but would, it wouldn't have the hype that it has. It's like people are waiting on something to happen so they can dissect it and, and, and and make trouble for everybody. People are just angry. I spoke with a young lady yesterday. She is so angry, just angry about white people. And I don't understand. It just shook my soul. But I think if she had been black, it would it wouldn't have got the attention that it got. You might have had a few people to say something, but not like it is and get the poor lady fired. That's it. And she came back and apologized. You know, the Lord says forgive and forget. These folks say that. They read it. They say it. But they don't live it. Yeah, that's one of the things we were actually talking about during the break was there, there, has, to be a, there has to be a path to forgiveness. Uh, we can't be trying to get everybody canceled that makes a mistake or, or just speaks their opinion on things. Like, you should be allowed to have an opinion. You know, I mean, that, outside of me getting on here and going on a – racist tirade and dropping the n-bomb and stuff like that clearly that's a that is an unforgivable offense as far as keeping my job goes and i think anybody can agree to that and just like on the flip side if you you start whatever whatever the the flip side of that would be coming from somebody black it's it should be a there's some things that we just know it's like the definition of pornography you know it when you see it i think i think true racism and racist comments are the same way you know it when you hear it Right. And, and uh, <clears throat> I guess, again, the, the Barbie Bassett thing, why I wanted to bring it up, because there are, I think that first caller, which is hit the nail on the head, there's just, mm-hmm. there, there's a lack of cultural mm-hmm. education on both sides. Um, I, I think, obviously, there are some people on the black side that don't understand. We had white mammies, too. And it's, we're not looking at it from the stereotypical. But how do you get rid of the anger? It's the anger. The media, I think, is our problem. Well, I, I think it's it's through conversations. I, I just wanted to say I, I think it's through conversations that we do that. And again, I think we go straight to racism or sexism, but it's really the bias that we have to deal with. And it's actually the unconscious biases that come from our own experiences that we infuse into 
the actions that eventually become one of those one of those isms. So I don't think it's it sounds like it's very simple, but sometimes things are so simple that they're complicated. (laughs) But conversations are important. Like I'm pretty sure that Clay and I at some point very soon will probably go to the gathering, maybe Mm -hmm. and eat and talk and, and realize we have so many things in common and we focus proactively on that and positively on that and we learn and that will fuel our conversations with well, our other counterparts. You to, yeah. You have to unite first. And we gotta find a way to love one another and stop all the madness. We're on our way. We are on our way. I hope so because I'm ready. Lacey, I love I love people. Lacey, love thank you so much. <laughs> all right, have a so blessed I day. I appreciate y'all talking to me. Y'all have a blessed day. You you too. Uh, let's take one more call here. Miss Sylvia has been calling, and I want to get her on. Hey, Sylvia, you there? Yes, I am, and good morning to you both. I'll be quick. I am sick of hearing about there must be a conversation. Hogwash. People need to grow up and not be so doggone sensitive about every single thing that is said or done. Every every incident is not about racism, and I don't b- believe Barbie meant anything by it. I'm sorry that she was forced to say, um, I'm, I apologize for offending, I, because those are just words. They mean nothing. I understand what your guest is saying, that it has a history and stuff, but my God, let's move forward. I, I, I am so tired of hearing, oh, well, let's sit down and, and talk about such and such. I don't need to talk to any white person about how they feel about black people. I could care less. I know who I am. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in the Lord. And the only way we're going to love one another is through Jesus Christ. So I, um, this, this is hogwash to me. And I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, but I'm tired of this line about having a conversation. And that's really all I wanted to say. Thank you, Miss Sylvia. You, you want to comment on either? No, thank either you. I, I appreciate all the calls. That's the, the importance of it. But I think Miss Sylvia kind of made my point because she called in with the conversation. So <laughs> that's what we want to do, have, have opportunities for people to say whatever they want to feel, including what she said is that she's tired of talking about it. It still is a conversation. We cannot get beyond that. And, I mean, that's what I am purposed to do. I am not here to talk one way or the other about Barbie Bassett. What I am here to say is that we have to be intentional about figuring out why we think the way that we do. And it normally goes way back. It's not something that we want to hurt somebody with. Most people, you know, racism or bias is not this thing that somebody wakes up and says, I can't wait to hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. Well, look, people can say they don't want to have conversations about this. The amount of phone calls that we've gotten, and I probably have 50 unread texts, on the Guns and Gear text line here on my phone, say otherwise. Yeah. Right? People do want to talk about well, this. Well, the thing is, we need to talk through it, right? Yeah. I, what I, I agree to the extent that I don't want to talk about, I don't think this, and we're screaming and hollering at each other. Mm-hmm. But if we can talk through it, that's, that's my goal. How can we talk through it and leave and say, wow, I was enlightened by what you said. You were enlightened. And now what are we going to do in the greater world? If that's the result, to me, that's where we can head as opposed to just beating each other up and not learning anything in the process. Yep. All right, let's take our last break of the day. When we come back, we'll have a, a few extra minutes and uh, we'll land the plane with Dr. Pam Confer with Harmony Talks. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This is our last segment of the week. It's going to be brought to you by our friends out 
at Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get out there, see Jason Anderson and the team. You got your new car, you want to get your windows tinted. And it doesn't necessarily have to be new, new. It can be old as well. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, <laughs> Lakeland Glass and Tent. You need a windshield, they got you. You need your home, car, or business windows tinted, they got you. You want to turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard with uh, Harmony Talks on the side of it, they got you. Uh, go see them right there at Lakeland Glass and Tent. You can shop them online, lakelandglassandtent.com, or give them a call, 601 946 1000 where quality matters, Lakeland, Glass, and Tent. All right, uh, wrapping up the day here with Miss uh, with Doctor Pam Confer with Harmony Talks uh, again. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, this thank you. It's it's been a good it's been a good morning. It, it, it yeah. has, and I, I was just telling her. I said I don't, I don't know that little short form eight nine minute radio segments is the way to have the these conversations, but it's a dang good start. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe long form podcast is the way to have this conversation or maybe a day when we have two hours, mm-hmm. and, but, but it is a start. And I want to, I want you to start coming on more often if you'd like to, because sure. I can tell from the engagement on the phone lines and the text line that people say they don't want to have these conversations, but I think they, I think they do. And, it, and I, I try to have them all the time and I try to engage folks. And again, it can devolve into toxicity. Um, uh, like John, for instance, the guy, one of the guy that called earlier, we don't always agree ever actually, uh, but we do agree on some things anyway. He's a good guy, but at the core, he's Democrat and Republican. There's just things we're going to disagree on. But I, we were saying off air, if we take the things we know we can't change each other's mind on off the table, mm-hmm. throw that off. You know, I'm a Trump guy. You're not going to change my mind. I, I'm not going to try to make you a Trump girl if you're not a Trump girl. Well, okay, let's take that off the table. Why are we arguing about that? What we can, what can we discuss? What can we ch- uh, not change or just make somebody respect the opinion of more? Let's talk about those things. They're easier to address, and uh, maybe we can understand each other's side of it. Yeah, yeah, there's no maybe to it. We will understand each other's side to it. And we, we've talked about getting together lunch, eating mm-hmm. some pizza, or going out to the gathering, either either one. Both. And, <laughs> or both in the same day or same <laughs> week, so we can get to know each other better. I mean, these conversations have to happen. That's the only way we get to truths. That's the only way we get to understanding. That's the only way we get to harmony is by having conversations. So I would encourage your listening audience to get someone that's different from you. And this is not just about race. I'm not here to talk just about race. Mm-mm. Differences just cross so many areas. So get someone politically, religiously, you know, I don't know, tall, short, you know, whatever that that's different from you and have a conversation with them. You'd be amazed of the things that you will learn and grow from. And that's what we all should be doing. Every opportunity like what happened recently gives us a chance to have a lesson from it or to use it as leverage for something. Let's take the lessons from that and continue to grow. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Pam, thank you so much for coming on today. You're welcome. Uh, it, how can people find you? you got about 20 seconds. Sure, sure. They can find me at PamConfer.com. So if you go to PamConfer, like the verb confer, confer with me. <laughs> so <laughs> PamConfer.com, you'll have all my social media and information. So, All right, guys. Thank you. Coming up next, uh, Jim Thorne's Blues Show. He's got uh, Castro Coleman, a.k.a. Mr. Sip, uh, the Mississippi Blues Child, Woo! on the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield Music Show of the Week. The podcast will be available here shortly. Just search Clay Edwards Show wherever you download podcasts or go to clayedwardshow.com. I will see you all Monday. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.